0: Hey, here we go. Episode number 522, No Laugh Track Podcast. Yes, a silent cheering there from my guest, Michael who You can maybe see on, if you're watching the uh, YouTube version of this, No Laugh Track Podcast here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. My name is Justin Severson. I am looking at all of my notes and stuff that I wrote about, as I said, Michael Palisak. Hello, sir.
1: Hello. I'm honored. That yes. You, notes.
0: you have, let's see, one, two, three typed pages and two and a half. Oh. Four, written. Yes. How much of it will I get to? <laughs> An inch, probably. But uh, I like to be overprepared. No. And um, half of it isn't about you. This is just my grocery list. For actually. sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. I should have picked up stuff. I just went. To- <laughs>
0: <laughs> my daughter. Uh, my mother-in-law's been feeding my daughter my special yogurt. I made the mistake uh, last last time I bought it two weeks ago. I put it in the fridge and literally took out a sharpie and wrote <laughs> Justin on it. So that I, because I didn't want to share, yeah. I wanted to be there when I get back. Yeah. And then this morning, before I drove over here, yeah. I went to go eat the uh, new, uh, uh, the new container of yogurt. Yeah, half gone already. Why? Because I didn't put my name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make me a shitty person for not sharing certain things, or would do you uh, do you follow? Like, is that?
1: Well, let me. Here's the thing. Let me let me let, yeah, let me yeah, throw yeah, this yeah. in there.
0: <laughs> I also <laughs> normally buy a yogurt for like my daughter and everybody else yeah but i kind of get like this special one yeah honey vanilla it's so good it's so like, like it's taste. like ice cream it tastes like it's ice cream not
1: that you're like want people don't want people digging into it it's just you like you like all of it yes so
0: i want it there when i want it
1: i think those are what are called boundaries and those are healthy and good okay and i don't have those <laughs> <laughs> if i'm eating a food the night before, and I'm like, my son might eat this tomorrow. I'm like, well, I'm going to keep some of it for him. But you it's because it's healthy stuff that it's like a pain to make if he's not going to eat it yet. Sure. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Also, how old are your daughter?
0: This is the four-year-old.
1: Four-year-old. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, she's still new. You should still like... <laughs> she's still <laughs> new. No, I don't think you're a horrible person at all, but I would definitely... Give my kid
0: everything. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. This is the one. I'm like, yeah. this is daddy's. Yeah, yeah. This is daddy's special yogurt. And it's yogurt. a tub, though, too. Yes. So it's
1: not like there was nothing left.
0: True. Okay. There was enough that I had some. My, yeah. belly's, my, belly's, my belly's full.
1: And, like, four-year-olds are kind of specific about what they want. So, um, and your mother-in-law watches her a lot? Yeah, every day. Oh, okay. So she should know how to act.
0: I made the mistake. I didn't tell her. You I just was tell. trying oh, to yeah, yeah, passive-aggressively, like, yeah. hands off. Yeah. And then I forgot this time.
1: I've, I've never lived in a house where people wrote their name on
0: food. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <laughs> until I just started now. <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah, same. I started it. <laughs> my, my kids will grow up and be like, yeah, we didn't until my dad did. Uh, this
1: is awkward for me because I want to be like, don't. Yeah, you're crazy, whatever, but you're here now, <laughs> and I have to look you in the face <laughs> and say it. Like, a guy was telling me a story recently about someone came to his bar and, like, knocked everything off the bar in anger at the owner. So the owner came around and was like, yeah, clean that up, and then he punched him. The owner did. And he was telling me the story, and I was like, oh, that seems like a cheap shot in my head, but I was like, you're telling me it, so I'm not going to, like... Like, I don't know this other guy. You're kind of my friend. You're my friend. and now <laughs> But I still don't think it's cool that you punched a guy for knocking stuff off your bar. And I don't think it's cool that you took, <laughs> you wrote your name on yogurt for your kid. There's probiotics in there. There's cancer-fighting agents.
0: I'm keeping you safe in that other you're ways. You're keeping to yourself. <laughs> this is one of those situations where you need to preface what you really want to say to me by going, if I'm being honest. <laughs> right? Which that saying always like sticks out to me like, shouldn't we always? I I've, don't know, what know what I mean? if I've ever said if I'm being honest. I, I I don't. I think I very rarely do as well. And it's
1: not because I'm always, this is exactly what I'm thinking. But after I say it, I'm like, well, that's what I got to believe now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> hilarious <laughs> hilarious all right let's talk about you why you're in town you are uh headlining here at acme this mm-hmm. week i was here last night yeah awesome show yeah. uh first thing i want to point out is that uh you know the the MC and feature aren't normally advertised sometimes i'll you know i'll catch wind of it before i get here yeah. but seeing uh steve gillespie yeah feature yeah who's normally a headliner yeah Awesome bonus. Yeah, that's
1: nice of the club to do. Yeah, put a nice headliner in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I'm out there watching. I'm like, this looks like the show now. (laughs) He's He's really funny. He's really good. (laughs) He's really good, and it's like he's doing stuff off the cuff that like leads into jokes, and it's just he's going. He's like, he has a connection with half the audience, like personally. (laughs) I'm glad it's a good show, and this is a great club to do it in. But it is fun when you're like, oh, they're good.
0: so what is your preference of uh openers then
1: well i do like it when they're good uh, not that they're not awkward but you know how when, I, when you're headlining it's easier because people are there either to see you or you're the end of the show and featuring and hosting can be harder Th- this this weekend both comedians are funny uh in their spots too not just like wherever you put them sure and like really funny and uh so i prefer that um and, uh, how about yeah.
0: the, how about, uh, I don't know if I've asked you this before. I mean, we've talked about people who know anything about you probably yeah. know that you're pretty, you're very clean, clean on yeah. stage. Yeah. There's no cursing. Yeah. Have I asked you, do, how much of a, like, do you have a, if you start hearing too, is there a point of too much swearing before your set from an opener where you're like, oh, dial it, I wish he dialed she or she, whatever, would dial it back yeah. a little bit. So I don't, bit.
1: I don't, as a comic, it doesn't bother me because, uh, I feel like I'm in a place now that I can follow wherever What – I'd like to know what I can – like I want to follow whatever is in front of me. There is a freedom when you come into a club to be like, this is the show and I'm not responsible for the show. I'm just respons- responsible for my part of the show and it's yeah. exciting and fun. That's who I, That's how I grew up in comedy was you go to the comedy club and they put the thing out and then you go up when they call your name. And so I really like that. And also on the other side of it, people that are there to see like a clean show – and then they see the openers they come up to me even more grateful which makes me feel good to be like wow you were good and you didn't have to do which i don't i don't think non-clean comedy isn't as fu- i think it's just as hard as any kind of comedy but there are people out there that are like this is really good and that makes me feel good so i don't mind that at all so that's why sometimes i'm like it, it is nice to have someone different who's dirtier in front of me but the only thing i don't like the only the only reason i like cringe or whatever is because i i feel like it's when you're Sometimes, uh, because I'm clean, you get people that have never been to a club before, um, or they're maybe a little older and they just like that style of comedy, and uh, and I feel like I'm watching a movie with my parents that's like maybe rated R or something, and I can't enjoy it as much because it's like, their uh, I'm watching it through their eyes. Yes. And I'm like just awkward and uncomfortable, and um, and so that's even as a
0: i gotta tell you even as an audience member i can feel that
1: yeah Uh uh-huh yeah and like i know that also when people like they're usually like nice people like people that maybe go to church and people that i go i'm catholic i go to mass and people we sort of like we'll sit there like we'll sit usually we'll just sit there and we'll not enjoy it but we'll smile or whatever (laughs) we'll, we'll make excuses um but uh but uh and that's what I don't I want people to enjoy the whole thing. And so I, I had a girl open for me a couple weeks ago, and she was really nice. And she reached out, and they didn't have anybody at the club. So I was like, You should come do it. And uh, she was like, How clean should I be? And I was like, Just don't walk the old people. That's like my main rule. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I don't want people okay. to feel like they should leave. Uh, but it is a, a different thing, because I think on with social don't media. Don't walk the old that's, people. That's my main rule. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, on social media now, people see you, and they don't really know the difference between you. And, like, someone who just sells out theaters. So they just see the location and they come and they assume – they might assume that you're responsible for the show. And uh, and I'm not right now. Someday it might be. Sure. Yeah, there's some rooms that I do where I am responsible for it. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Answer. Great answer. <laughs> Great answer, sir.
0: So I got here uh, – originally we had uh, – my mother-in-law was going to stay at my house last night and so watch could the – So get to that yogurt. And. Maybe no. <laughs> That's not when it happened. Um she was gonna stay and watch my daughter. My yeah. wife and I were gonna come to the show. Oh yeah. Well, then uh little daughter got sick. So my wife stayed home. Okay. When I got here last night, uh Brandon had saved me two seats. Oh. So I had two seats waiting for me nice. you know, over here in the club. I came in when I uh came to sit sit down, there was a girl sitting there was the you know my seat, then the open one, and then there was a girl. Her purse was sitting on the seat, and yeah. as soon as I came, she's like quickly moved it, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh no no, yeah. I go no it's fine. I go, yeah. my wife was gonna join me, and then she had to stay home, yeah. and she was just like oh okay, and left yeah. it there. And then as I'm sitting there, I'm like going, did that sound like I was making that up? <laughs> like this is like that Brady Bunch movie, you're like <laughs> yeah, I got a boyfriend, George, <laughs> George Glass, <laughs> yeah. Like, where she's like. He's lying to me that he has a wife. <laughs> this freaking loser was coming alone and is telling me this other seat was for his wife. Wife, sure wife
1: would be the lie. Like, if you said girlfriend had to work late, it'd be like, of course. But wife had to stay home? They're like, all right, man. You-, <laughs> you can come by yourself.
0: <laughs> so I don't know if she uh, watches or listens to the podcast, but I, sh- she legitimately backed out the last yeah, yeah. minute. We, have, we had a sick kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of us had to stay back. Yeah. One of us had to stay back. So... How, uh, the last time you were here was last December, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So how have the last 10 plus months been? Good. How have you, I, well, I, I, let me <laughs> follow <question>. that. <laughs> next question. No. Good. How much stand-up have you been doing?
1: Every week. Really? I were, I've bu- bu- been booked every week, the whole year. Um, I got COVID in July, so we canceled two weeks of shows. Uh, the week of, I was there and then the next week, um, and but I've worked all the other weeks. Every other every week, i have huh. gone at least on the weekends, and usually like Wednesday, you know, Thursday, Friday.
0: Nice, yeah. nice. And then, are you bringing your kid along?
1: So I was in North Dakota for a month, which was super fun, or five weeks. And have you ever heard of Medora, North Dakota?
0: Yes. Yeah. Have you ever been? No. Oh, okay.
1: Well, I think it's your your one's four, and then you have another one that's older. two more. Yeah, two
0: two teenage dogs. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a super fun city for families. It's not even a city. There's, like, 100 people that live there. But it's they, have a, they have a musical where it's, like, kind of a, um, a uh, review of sorts where they do a bunch of different popular songs. And it's all Theodore Roosevelt, Dakota-inspired. And then after the intermission, they do their biggest dance number with the most amount of action and song. And then they, then they have the comedian go up and do 20 minutes or, like, some sort of, uh, you know, novelty actor, or like, a different kind of act. And then they finish the musical out. And I did that for five weeks.
0: How do you get a g- – you were like the resident uh, – you had a residency. Well, was,
1: I had a residency in North, North Dakota. So long <laughs> – my son came with me for three of those weeks, so I got to spend a lot of time with him.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, where's your residency? Vegas, I assume? Mm-hmm. Jersey? Uh, uh, North Medora. Dakota. It
1: was the best. I, I, uh, I don't look back and miss it, but I did love every second of it. I bet. Yeah. Especially because I got to be with him like all day. And there was a a lot of the people are from Minneapolis. There's a lady uh, named Lexi who uh, used to be in it and then was a choreographer. And she's there backstage and she has kids. And so she like just watched Jack uh, while I was on stage for 20 minutes. And then. Jack uh, would come on stage with me at the end for the good nights. No way. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I, they bring you in on a uh, stagecoach. So he got to ride in the stagecoach with me. What? And then he got to do some horseback riding when we had two shows between, like, between the shows. And then after the show, he loved it because uh, – so my kid's with me. He's four, right? And uh, and um, you you're still want to say goodbye to people as they leave because it's part of the job and you want people to sort of – Try to remember and maybe come to another show. Yeah. Um, and also, you're selling merch or whatever. But I'm not gonna have my kid wait with me. So he, we, uh, we had a tradition where he would, we would, sp- is an amphitheater. So we go up the stairs and then we go up to the gift shop and he, he'd get a stuffed animal and then we'd come back down and we'd say hi to people as we were walking by. And <coughs> it got to the point where I have a j- I have a joke in my act where I say my son's name, and uh, where people would say hi to jack and he was confused he was like how do they know my name or whatever and i told him and i told him the joke and he was like well keep do it forever do that joke forever and i was like okay and then then after that when people would say hi jack he would be like how do you know my name and they'd be like well your dad said it on stage he'd be like dad (laughs) and then another person would be like hi and they wouldn't say his name and be like how do you know my name and i'm like jack you gotta wait (laughs) (laughs) he like wrote his own little like back and forth (laughs) oh my god that's fantastic
0: So you didn't have him collecting money for t-shirts or anything? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I was <laughs> like, Making you wanna, change?
1: You don't have to buy anything. I just want to say hi. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was great. Like they had, uh, there's so much kid stuff there. They have like a, like a the National Park is there, which is why I think a lot of people go. But there was sure. a, a Lazy River that was really cool. And uh, they had like a little, kind of a really calm zip line that we got to do. And um, and just also the space. Like we would just walk over and get breakfast and then walk over here. And he just run around and yeah, he loves awesome. the sprinkler system.
0: So during your set last night, I noticed uh, do you make a conscious effort? You didn't really mention being a dad until yeah. half half, maybe three quarters into the set. Is yeah. that intentional?
1: Not inten well, I I usually I have I talk about him in like at one point in the middle and then I close on jokes that are the best because I feel like that's just how a stand up show works. Did you want to close on your best ones? But last night I have a joke in my set about my dad, and I'm gonna record it. Not that joke, but I'm gonna record a special. And I don't know if I want to do that joke. And in that joke, there's a bunch of jokes. So when I – not uh, people, but if you like stand-up and you want to know how I do it, if I want to do new jokes, I'll stuff them in like an old joke because I know that I can get them back after the new stuff. So sure. now I have this joke about my parents giving me a visa gift for her, But in the middle of it's a bunch of stuff about being a dad that, like, works okay now. It works pretty well now. But I was like, I don't know if I want to do that joke forever or for the rest of the year. So I tried to not do it. And so then I just put all the stuff at the end. Um, so yeah. I see. I don't think I'm gonna do that way anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Now when you were here uh in December, I listened back to it, of course, and yeah. one of the things you said is that uh well at this point I'm never been more uh I ha- never have more I've never had more material. Yeah. And you were like, Yeah I could record now, but I don't yeah. have a plan for it. So yeah. now we're in October. Yeah. And
1: we just talked I'm gonna in Wabash, Indiana, the town I grew up in, there's a movie theater called Eagles Theater. That's also a theater theater. I was in the Pirates of Penzance in third grade, I was a pirate and a police officer. <laughs> I was undercover, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, they re- they renovated it, and I would have done it without them, but they renovated it, and uh, and I I haven't recorded, and uh, we were looking at places, and I was like, I think that would be the best place. So I think on February 14th, 2024, oh wow, we're gonna record like the audio for like an album, and then the video for like a special.
0: No kidding. And yeah. And Valentine's Day because you have relationship material, or just uh, that's the open well, date? I kind
1: of have relationship material that's not necessarily perfect for Valentine's Day. <laughs> like I have stuff that's kind of like, here's what a breakup is. But uh, <laughs> um, that's just when they booked me. That It's always funny because it's my hometown. You know, I, I grew up there, and I know everybody there. Yeah. But they won't book me on a weekend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why? Because they're rerunning movies it's or something. A movie
1: theater, so like they got the movies coming in, so they can't put me in on a Saturday. They gotta <laughs> have you know whatever's coming in on Saturday.
0: Yeah, that'll be the uh, <laughs> so that'll be the fifth month of the Taylor Swift uh, concert yeah. movie. They gotta so keep that there.
1: Yeah. So I get, I've only done Thursdays there, then um, I do a Wednesday because it's Valentine's Day. They have a really nice, but it's a big theater. Like you have to be like I had to be a bigger little, I don't know. I would want to be able to sell it out or do close to it, but this will be great. And uh, now I have my weekend open still. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> it all works out. I, when you got introduced, or when they said, you know, uh, uh, your headliner tonight. Yeah. Last night, you uh, he has a special on Paramount Plus. Yeah. So this morning I was like, what? What special are they talking about? It's on Paramount yeah. Plus.
1: You can't find it probably.
0: Well, what I found when I searched the word Palisac yeah. on Paramount Plus was your Comedy Central half hour. Oh, but they they
1: show it now. Yeah, you used to not be able to find it if you. So that's what name. you're talking about. That's what I was talking about. I, I told the host uh, like my half hour, but yeah, he, it's a special. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just when I when I uh, when I looked it up, I was like, oh wow, 2012, the half hour, which at that point was back in 2012, that was a huge thing.
1: That was the first year they weren't doing presents anymore. They like rebranded it as the half hour. That's right. And Rory Scovel was on episode one. I was on episode two uh neil brennan was that season theo vaughn garfunkel notes like in mean, our taping they taped two at a time and i got to open for garfunkel notes which is cool because they packed it out really
0: well yeah and uh yeah i just bought some rory scovel tickets he's oh nice he's yeah. doing his special yeah. yeah yeah that's what i'm going to yeah, yeah. recording is a special a in minneapolis <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't think so i don't think so but it's also not in a movie theater yeah, yeah. so uh, but uh yeah. yeah
1: no the Rory's great they're all great and yeah
0: I love it. The uh, description is: Michael Palisac discusses his fear of ghost babies, <laughs> <laughs> his mixed feelings about SUVs, and living with his parents after college. All right. Now I feel like I've heard the living with his parents after college stuff. Yeah. Ghost babies. I don't know if I yeah, remember that. Yeah, that. that's
1: kind of like uh, I didn't write that summary. It's kind of a summary where they like, give away the joke. And the th- so I have a, I have a <laughs> where the here's the punchline. <laughs> I had a joke where I I stayed at a. Uh, an Airbnb, or not an Airbnb, a bed and breakfast in um, in the town, near the town I grew up in, Manchester. And they were really nice people. Uh, it was really they were really nice. But the weird part was, is in my bedroom, there was a, uh, they also had like a crib, which isn't something I requested when I checked in. <laughs> is everything okay? Yeah, I need a place for a ghost baby to sleep. I can't <laughs> sleep. Listen, <laughs> playing pe- peekaboo half the night. <laughs> I love <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> Is that a clip you've put on? Uh, I know you've gone back and put a lot of clips on uh, social media. So
1: I put well, my half hour on there. You did? They're okay with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's on social media somewhere. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah.
0: How are you feeling yeah. about social media these days? Like, um, uh, do you love it? Do you hate it? How much time are you spending?
1: Well, I, I kind of maxed out all of my material that I don't do on stage yet on Instagram. So I don't really post Interesting. a ton of new
0: clips. I've never heard somebody say that. I've maxed out.
1: Yeah. I've, I mean, I, you can repost stuff. And I, sometimes I'll record stuff that's on an old album that I don't do anymore and put it out there. Yeah. But also, you know, like, that's like stuff from like five or 10 years ago. And you're a different comedian that Oh yeah. the jokes are better, I think you'd like to think. Sure. Um, So I don't know. I think I want to start doing more stuff where I talked t- just to my phone and and just try to put out some stuff that way
0: yeah um, i saw the one the other day was uh tra- travel, travel tip. tips yeah travel tips
1: <laughs> so often <laughs> and i'd love to do a podcast or something where you can just sort of like cut clips together
0: so i was gonna a- i'm glad you said i was gonna ask you that did you, have you ever I've, hosted? Never, I've never hosted a podcast And have you thought so would you would do you like have a to. concept in mind or what do you
1: well i i don't really have a concept um but i think like like it's kind of a thing that could help and i like I'm thinking about stuff throughout my day anyways. So if I put a microphone to that and it, it's something that's productive in that way, too, would be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I thought of I thought of doing one where I just interview people that aren't famous, but they're my friends. So like, you can get to know me through my friends. I also do, thought of one where I just interview the mayor of the city I'm in every week. Because I think mayors are funny. Oh. Um, but I also the huh. guest the guest I like the idea of doing something that I can just travel with and do in my room by myself, uh, because my schedule is so crazy with travel. Yeah, sure. So
0: yeah. On a nor uh, what do you like? How do you wind down after a show? What do you do? Like uh, like last night, I you eat, know.
1: I went to Pizano's. Okay. Have you ever been there? I don't know. It was up the street. It was open. It was a really nice restaurant. I was like, I don't know if I should be in here. Um, <laughs> But that was really delicious. So I like to uh, – I ate the club, too. The food's great here. But that's yeah. usually, like, my lunch, and then I go find food after. Um, and then I'm reading uh, The Count of Monte Cristo. So I read that before I go, to bed. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I'll some, I used to try to work, but now I'm just like, uh, I'm not doing that. So, yeah. Sometimes I'll work out if, I, if I'm going to be up anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you, uh, Since you said that, so what do you – uh? What do you do, like, for your like uh, mental and physical health when you're on the road? When stuff, I'm on the
1: instance? road, um, I like r- I like I don't like running, but I'll do running because <laughs> I think it's <laughs> fine, um, and I like how I feel afterwards. Yeah, I have, like these sprint drills that I learned when I was kind of in college, and I like to do those. S- really? Yeah.
0: Sprint drills.
1: Yeah, I don't like long distance because I feel like you just get out of it what you get out of it that day. But I like sprint drills because I have the idea that I could still play organized f- organized sports. <laughs> and I feel like is I there
0: a p- clock in your head? Like nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still got the time. <laughs>
1: I should time myself. Um, but I just like the n- the I- idea that I know I'm training my quick twitch muscles because it's the same. It's the same amount. It's a good workout. Still, it's the same amount. But maybe I could still like grow as an athlete. Sure. 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 At. Sure. Yeah. Um, Whereas like long distance, I feel like can wear you down.
0: Yeah, I hate running. Yeah, so I'm out. I'm out. When uh, I'm gonna bring up the uh, the whole swearing thing again because I'm yeah. really interested in that. Yeah. If, uh, no, um I don't think I've ever asked you. You have two two siblings, correct? Yeah. You're in the middle. In the middle. You're in the middle. Michael in the middle.
1: <laughs> that's the name of my podcast.
0: <laughs> Nailed it. I don't think there's a copyright on that. I think that's uh, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Michael in the middle. I love it. Um. You've talked about how you know uh, nobody was swearing in this house. Yeah. However. Somebody must have slipped up at some point. Yeah, I who was first, and were you there?
1: For sure, yeah. I uh, my parents are pretty strict. And I'm sure my parents swore amongst each other, because I I've I've tried to work it out as a joke. Where like, the moment like you see your p- parents swear, like they could take you to Disney World every summer, but that's gonna be the most fun you've ever had is when you see your mom or dad drop a drop a swear word <laughs> <'Cause> it's <laughs> like you did it you did it you probably always do it and you didn't tell us um so that's good i remember uh my dad i think was the first one and uh i don't i think it was like some traffic thing and he like hit the hit the steering wheel not even in like a violent way just kind of like hit it and then it just came out and that's what made me think like oh he just he just does that like <laughs> cuz we were there definitely in the car and it wasn't even like a super angry or emotional moment it was just like it was just like an anno- a medium emotion and then my mom dropped something in the kitchen one time and i heard s- her say it and i was like oh this definitely happens all the time did you
0: confront her no no i've never confronted her.
1: <laughs> never confronted either of them i love they it they can swear when they want to swear they don't want to swear i anymore. heard
0: you <laughs> never heard you never heard a, a sibling slip up and then so mom and dad came down on him or you maybe
1: so my younger brother i don't think i've ever even heard swear i don't think i've ever even heard him swear um because it's not in our normal language just because that's the way we were raised and that's the way where we're so i'm sure when he talks to his friends maybe my older brother, though, we played. He's like,
0: my effing brother, Mike, has yeah. no idea, <laughs> man.
1: Um, my older brother, though, we played, like, high school sports together because he was a senior when I was a freshman. And so I remember as a freshman in practice, he, he like, fell or dropped a ball or something, and he swore. And I was like, oh, now it's okay to do it. Because everything my older brother did, I was like, yeah, that's fine because he was so strict and tough on himself. Oh, that makes like, sense. he's doing it, then it's okay. And that's when I tried to start doing it. And I was like, this it didn't – it kind of felt like – that's why, for me, and it's fine if you want to start swearing as an adult, but if you were raised not swearing and then you start swearing, I feel like I can tell. Like, I can tell, like, the kind of religious people that swear now, and I'm just like, that's not. And maybe it's you now, but it wasn't you the whole time.
0: Did you watch Hard Knocks this year? The <coughs> no. football show Hard Knocks? No, on I a-
1: love the idea of that show, but I've never really sat down and watched I
0: it. I haven't seen many of them, but I watched this year, and there was a, the I think it's the defensive coordinator for the Jets, the yeah. team that they followed this year. Yeah, yeah. He would use the F word yeah. every other word. Yeah. And it was the most, like, I just you saying, like, oh, I could tell when you started as an adult. Yeah. I don't think he started as an adult. Yeah. But the, but it was, it seemed to me like he was doing that to, like, be a tough guy in yeah, front of the, in the front thing. of the guys. Yeah. Look at me, I'm intense. Yeah. And it, it's like, this is, you're making me uncomfortable, not because I can't stand these words, but because it it's so fit. unnecessary. It feels like
1: you're doing a puzzle and like, this doesn't fit in this thing, but you're just like, it's going to fit. Do, do something do right if you a few Dude. That's, that's the only time I've ever had people. These walk...
0: guys are leaving the room and rolling their eyes at you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the only time I've had people walk out during an opener during my set when like the guy said it like every other word and it didn't make, s- it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like a hundred percent he didn't need to. It wasn't necessary for the joke. Sure. You wasn't getting a bigger laugh for a lot of it. Um, and also, it just seemed like it just was something – it almost seemed like just something he was saying, and it was offending people. And I, I feel like – yeah, I don't know. I, I grew up in a small town in Indiana. Like, I remember the biggest game we ever got blown out of. Well, not the biggest, but we had a good team when I was a freshman, and we got to play every four years where the Colts play in the Dome. And uh, in the Dome, uh, they we lost – I mean, I say I was on the team, but I didn't get to play because I was a freshman – um, and I wasn't good enough, uh, but we lost forty-eight to nothing to a team that we came back and beat in the playoffs that year. It was like an g- amazing season. Yeah. But uh, that our coach came in the locker room that and he kept saying "God bless it" over and over again, and I was like, "We're all like, we can take it." Like, <laughs> if you want to swear, <laughs> but he was so angry, he was like, "I need to not say the words I want to say." Like, I'd never seen him more. Ang- I know he'd been a- <laughs> been angry like that before, but that was the only time I've ever seen him that angry.
0: That just reminded me of yeah, playing sports and like, yeah. and I did grow up in a house where I never. Heard my parents yeah. swear either. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I know. I let a few slip up. Maybe like starting in like uh, like middle school, probably or yeah. high school. Like when I was really, really mad, and I was like,
1: "Oh, yeah." No, I, feel I think if it slips out, that's fine.
0: But I remember now. This is bringing back memories of like having my first coach, like yeah. baseball coach, yeah. that would that would swear constantly yeah. in front of all of us kids. And I remember being like, "Oh my god." <gasps> Do my parents know that this is happening? <laughs> like, holy cow, Mr. Kranz has a potty mouth.
1: <laughs> I feel like baseball, <laughs> you don't have to swear. I—I I, So i I swore the most in my life where I felt not justified, but I didn't feel like I was trying to swear. When I played quarterback in high school, and I threw an interception. That's when this obscenities would fly out of my mouth. Sure. So to the point where my mom, after the game one time, was like, Do you swear? And I was like, No. But she obviously could hear it from the stands and like, No! I never got flagged for it. And the joke that I used to do on stage was like the refs were like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they never flagged me because they're like, oh, yeah, that, that's accurate. That's an accurate description of that pass. <laughs> 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 if only your passes could be as accurate as your vocabulary. <laughs> this wouldn't be a blowout. Like, like, I never got in trouble for it. But I, I feel like as a quarter like football. I feel like is m- you're more likely to swear because it's sort of like you're constantly in this aggressive mode almost. And you're not thinking about the words you're saying. You're just playing. So I feel like if something comes out, then. Who who cares? Right. And it's it can be funny or whatever. And uh, but baseball, there's so much time in between things that that's like. I don't know if you're with kids, there's no reason to like. And also, I grew up with the coach that like was very angry and swore at us. And and I don't know if that I don't think it made me. I don't I'll never know if I would have been better if he didn't do that. Eventually, I got better because of it. Like, eventually You adapt and you you grow into it but uh, I don't I don't think I think when a sport like a baseball where the balls coming in and you don't know what's gonna it's like it could be so hard sometimes that the more calm you can sort of have someone the the more they're going to be able to react. And oh, chill.
0: tell me about it. I was a crappy athlete, and anybody knowing that anybody was, like, angry at me yeah, or something. Yeah, that's another layer. Yeah, my anxiety is just through the roof. I was anxious just standing there in anticipation of the ball might come yeah. toward towards me. And yes, so I don't again, need any more pressure of somebody getting mad, so <laughs> yelling <gets> at me. <laughs> but, like,
1: in football, if you're missing blocks all day and you're getting screamed at, I feel like there's a part of you that's like, yeah, I agree put someone else (laughs) like you know like and also there's the coaches so far away they have to scream at you like basketball too we got yelled at a ton and i felt like that was just an indiana culture of like we care so much about you we care about you we care about this sport that this is how we're going to treat you and i never had a problem with it
0: larry bird got yelled at you're getting yelled at larry
1: bird switched schools cuz he got yelled at <laughs> i think he was supposed to go to iu and he didn't oh okay yeah he went to iu and
0: he i don't i mean i don't know if it's cuz he got yelled at then he went to indiana state. state and almost won the national championship by himself <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous uh let's see one final thing here they just announced nate Burgetti's he's going to host I, snl I saw that. is that the coolest thing ever
1: so that is the coolest thing ever
0: i know you know him, you, him yeah, right? yeah yeah
1: i mean he's so famous now that i don't ever try to talk to him because it's like and he i'm sure he would but it's like you don't i don't know i feel like it's weird when you're in a business where your friends or people you know like he he started out and he, well he was in chicago for a little bit but i i knew him through like we did montreal together and a couple other things and he was always really nice like when he was when we were in the same town i got to go see him and talk to him and stuff but uh it's so great i do have a story though about a different comic where, Because um, he had to cancel with dates, remove dates because of I it. I saw that, yeah. And uh, I was doing a corporate one time in Illinois. And uh, it was for a, just a, like a regional version of this company. And they were paying me what they pay. You know, it was fine. It was good for a corporate or whatever. And they, I started talking to the owner afterwards. And he's like this German guy. And his wife was really nice. And we started m- talking about this different comedian who, uh, who hosted SNL and canceled his show with them to go host SNL. Because SNL doesn't let you know until they – until they, they know sure and this and you all of course say yes because it could i mean nate's already huge but this it could change your life you know you have all these people that know you now. my mom
0: doesn't know who he is he she might next week yeah yeah there.
1: everybody yeah. is and like he's already doing arenas so it's like it's great so you have to take it but this comic he uh he was supposed to do a corporate for this this national company like the national version of this company okay and uh the wife was like yeah can you imagine turning down 300 <laughs> <he> I <like> think <laughs> he turned out $300,000 to do SN- was SNL. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, well, you, you guys should have paid me more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that money exists here? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I'm here in front of you. Yeah. yeah.
1: So what a good place to be. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that put it s- puts it in perspective, doesn't <laughs> it? Right? Jesus. And I,
1: I, I know the guy. I haven't, I've never, I haven't talked to him since, but I, I know I can't ask him. But part of me wants to be like, did you really turn down $300,000?
0: So that was Dane Cook. No, it wasn't, no. Dane Cook. It wasn't Dane Cook. Wasn't Dane Cook. Let's see. Is there anything else we should let people know about before uh, cut you loose here? Something, anything else they want to keep an eye out for, or that you're doing, or um, website well of course. My
1: website, social media. Even though <laughs> I said I don't <laughs> in the podcast, I said I don't post new stuff. <laughs> but no, I do post some new stuff, and and um, yeah, just I think the biggest thing is if they're not from me, because this is a great city and a great club. But if you see me coming to your town. Uh, especially if it's for one night, get your tickets today. And some people say that because uh they might sell out. I'm saying it because uh, clubs cancel the shows because not <laughs> enough people buy tickets <laughs> early enough. So sure. And people get surprised. Like, I was supposed to be in Omaha the night before this, and they canceled it. And it, I'm not blaming the club, Uh, kind of. But, like, um, <laughs> well, I mean, other clubs have been like, well, you know, we'll give some tickets away, or you did well, like, this is a Tuesday. Um, but they're like, no, we're canceling. So... I feel like uh, some people think they're like, "Oh, it's not going to matter," or whatever. They'll be whenever there whenever we get their tickets. But uh, a week out, a lot of the rooms I do will be like, "Well, we're just going to cancel," and it kind of does help because you know I only make money if I sell tickets, so. Um,
0: that's a great. Yeah. That's a great message to get out. Yeah, I like that. If
1: you, you like, if you like a comic and you want to see a show, if you're pretty sure, if you're one hundred percent, you're going to go anyway, just get your tickets as soon as possible. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and they're not. They're never going to be ridiculously expensive my tickets i
1: i try to get them to 20 because i feel like that's just easier for people but sometimes they're 15
0: yeah so get them get them yeah. when you c- get them as soon as possible and if yeah. something happens 25. pass them off to somebody else yeah. make somebody and else's some, day
1: some rooms will give you a uh you know when i was in peoria last week dan was calling people to be like like there was a group that couldn't come he's like you can come another time i just want to let you know that nice we're gonna value we're gonna honor these tickets
0: nice so uh you have, I know you're selling the uh, Not A Stalker yeah. shirt here Did again. Yeah, g- I gave you one last time. Right? Oh, yeah, okay, I have cool. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Um, those are for sale online. I'm talking to the crowd. <laughs> uh, and I also have um, I have these new th- new things, that which I thought they'd come in, but I have a joke about how when uh, dogs don't have their leash on, the owner always says that he's friendly. And then I say, of course, you know, where are they going to say not friendly? You know, so I got these little stuffed animal dogs, and they have little uh, bandanas on them that say not friendly, and those will be for sale next week. What? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, not in Minneapolis, though.
1: I wanted them to. They just, they literally came in, I think, when I landed. Like, they literally, like, they're on your front porch. Oh, well.
0: (laughs) You're going to be selling stuffed animals. Yeah.
1: I love it. (laughs) Andy Erickson taught me that when we were on tour last comic. Well, that doesn't
0: surprise me at all.
1: She sold so many stuffed unicorns on that tour. People would buy them before the show. And uh, Ian Bagg was on the tour. Yeah. He hilariously would be so angry to be looking out at unicorns during his set <laughs> before she'd even gotten on stage. <laughs> he's so funny when he's angry. Even though it's, like, usually real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Um, finally, yeah, if they said, uh, Michael Palasek, we're still looking for a host of The Daily Show. Yeah. But you're going to have to cancel your show. You're not going to be able to on the road as much. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The Daily Show. I mean, I was in college when Jon Stewart was on it, and Steve Steve Carell was probably leaving then. But like the, all the like the people were on it, and and, uh, and I get that uh, Trevor wanted to leave because it sounds like Roy talked him into it. But like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you gotta go on the road. I don't. I can't imagine. Uh, <laughs> not. I mean, maybe because like the the climate has changed with cable and stuff like that. But. Uh, to live in a city and live in one place and do the same thing and or not the same thing. do a new show every day, um I think that would be awesome, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, well Jack would like that
1: I mean Jack would love it, I would love it, also, it's like your thing, so it's like I grew up in a time when that was the thing people wanted, and I, that never really changed like to host a show like that. that's what you want and and if someone blesses you with it or lets you audition for like that's, I don't ever see a reason to say no or to walk away from it until you're in your, like, super old or <laughs> to take away from you. <laughs> there you go. Like, what an honor it is to connect with millions of people in a week or whatever, or hundreds of thousands or whatever. Yeah, it's I
0: mean, like, like. like, hosting this podcast. Yeah, exactly.
1: You yeah, mi- can't m- walk away from this.
0: Yeah, millions. <laughs> millions. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> uh, well, now that so now I just, uh, we got it out there. Yeah. So if, if uh, Comedy Central's listening, Yeah. you're interested.
1: Yeah. Interested just enough to still negotiate for a fair wage. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> thank you
0: for doing this. For sure. uh, I, obviously, I, I was at the show, like I said, last night. It was really funny. Yeah, It's, it's a great lineup. Yeah, it is. Uh, really and I highly encourage people to get out here uh, while you're in town. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to No Laugh Track Podcast. The show with a new comedian headliner every single week with me, the host, Justin Severson. The show is produced in the heart of Minneapolis's North Loop neighborhood at the legendary Acme Comedy Club. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and watch the video version on our official No Laugh Track YouTube channel. Wherever you are enjoying the pod, remember, drop a like, leave a review, and please, tell your friends about the show. And most importantly, come to Acme and see my show in person.